Byron Buxton and the Minnesota Twins make a state walk off the Chicago White Sox. We're going to break it all down on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, here with Access Twins writer, owner, blogger, reporter, Brandon Warren, after a Twins victory and a thrilling Twins victory. Sleepy first couple innings again for the Twins, Brandon. They're down 3-1 to one late. Byron Buxton makes it happen. Game-tying two-run homer off Aaron Bummer. Let's talk about that first. Buxton comes up in a spot against... I would call him, you know, one of the better lefty relievers, certainly in the American League, and puts it out to right field in the overhang. You want to play another game? Let's it's do it. Called, it's called What is Byron Buxton's slugging percentage? <laughs> Night number two or day All number right. two. I'll go eleven hundred now. Oh, it's nine forty six. Oh, nine forty six. His OPS is a meager thirteen sixty one. I absolutely incredible. I don't even know what you say about him because if you just think about the fact that he hit two home runs, that's a great game. But think about his first three plate appearances, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Then you take bummer deep. Then you take Liam Hendricks deep. That is an incredible back to back. It was definitely a bummer that first one. So I had to get that pun in there, but yeah, no, uh, what more can you say, man? I when when he was walking in, they showed him in that red jacket on opening day, and I tweeted, "This is your MVP." I got a lot of crap for it. I'm standing by it, man. Man, he deserves this, right? You just mm-hmm. feel he deserves the recognition he's going to get from the start he's had and this today. You know, we had Paul Molitor on my other show, and he said, and this is interesting, he had a conversation with Buxton about. If you aren't healthy earlier in your career, that doesn't doom you forever. And Paul Molitor was the same exact way. He was so healthy in his 30s that he played into his 40s, but he was very, very injury prone early in his career. And I think that's a good conversation to have with your former manager. We still believe in you. We still think you can stay healthy. And Paul Molitor's voice still carries a lot of weight in that organization. Absolutely. If you're looking for a great gift for Mother's Day, go to BlueNile.com. Locked on Twins listeners get $50 off $500. Go to BlueNile.com and tell them Locked on sent you. There aren't words for this. There are so many words for it, and there aren't words for it. Barn Buxton walks off the White Sox. Liam Hendricks with a three-run homer in the ninth inning. Certainly felt late, Brandon, like they let this one go. They had Yeah, and well, it felt like there were some managerial missteps. I think I would have walked Grandal to face Abreu just with how good Smith is against righties. Letting Godoy bat not once but twice, and Garlic batting against two righties. There were missteps, and you know they're not like, oh yeah, this for sure was the wrong move. But you know, tactically, they could have probably done some things differently. And at the end of the day, they still got it done, which is what good teams need to do. And at eight and eight, you can say, first for the first time all year, I think that the Twins are a pretty good team. The Twins are hashtag good. Yeah. Twins are hashtag good. Stunning decision, Brandon. Maybe the most stunning decision of the year from Rocco Baldelli. Maybe there's more behind this. To me, it's not defensible unless Correa's hurt, and we don't know. But before the game, he said he's available. He's ready to go. First and second, one out. Let's Alberto Celestino taking that bat. It's a really easy sub. So if Correa pinch hits there, Celestino's going to left, and Correa's in for Gordon at short. 
or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Gordon's going to left and, and yep. Correa's going to short for Gordon. What in the world was that? I was shocked. Yeah, the the situation with Godoy made a little more sense because not that Jeffers isn't available, but the idea that if Godoy got hurt, Jeffers comes in. You're not going to use Jeffers in a situation where that that a dinged up catcher becomes your last defense behind the plate. So I got that. With Correa, I don't know, man. That, that doesn't make any sense because it's not like it's disciplinary. I mean, maybe they want him to clear his head, and so they don't want him to face a big, tough reliever. But this is a guy who's won a World Series. He's an MVP candidate year in and year out, so it can't be that. So uh, that one's got me scratching my head, to say the least. I hope they still ask Baldelli about that, even after yeah, sure. the win. Uh, that decision was was head-scratching <laughs> for sure. This The first half of this game belonged to the White Sox, and Chris Archer just didn't have it today. That felt like two days ago we saw Chris Archer pitching. Josh Winder comes in, cleans it up. Pretty cool to watch the Twins go from Winder to Duran. They both pitch pretty well. Danny Mendick gets Winder. But it's it's the present and the future, Brandon, when we see those guys. I think it's a pretty good indication of how Archer looked today where he threw 61 pitches and Winder threw 61 pitches. Winder went four innings, Archer went three. Winder threw 42 strikes, Archer threw 30, 32 strikes. So, yeah, it just was not a good day for Archer. Uh, it seemed like he was falling off the mound a little bit. I don't know if maybe that's just an Archer thing that I haven't noticed much before, but he just, yeah, he, he wasn't comfortable. I mean, he wasn't horrible in the sense that, uh, you know, two runs in three innings is okay, but three walks, just never looked comfortable, gave up a home run uh, early to Tim Anderson, actually leading off the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um you know, you just chalk it up to this is a guy coming back from something and hopefully it's better next time. But Winder did a great job in, in Duran. I mean, his usage right now, I love it because multiple innings for a guy like that. He's a he's a fireman. I think he's doing a great job, even though the ERA says four. He's pitched much better than that. Unsung hero, Jose Gatoy draws a walk in the seventh. Buxton comes up next and hits a homer. Draws. That's an incredible take. I don't even know if he was planning to take that pitch in the ninth. But I looked at at Statcast. That was a ball that, that missed the plate. Full count. Liam Hendricks. You're probably in swing mode there. Incredible for a guy who wasn't going to play today. That's that's an amazing at bat. In the, he did in what, the Well, he did what Miguel Sano should have done. I mean, Miguel Sano pops out foul, and I know you think about Sano, and he's going to hit fastballs, and you're going to get a three zero fastball. And Hendricks is tough, so I guess maybe three zero's Sano's best chance to do any damage. But the way he's going right now, hitting under 100, you almost say, listen, you're up 3-0. You got three take signs. You either get ball one or you get three strikes. And I know that's not the right approach. It's, it's not what you'd actually do. But to see him do that on a, a fastball that was middle in, 3-0, it's got to be middle, middle, or middle up. You know, your sweet spot. I don't think middle in is Miguel Sano's sweet spot. Maybe I'm wrong. But it very clearly wasn't this time. So, yeah, Godoy going up there and and <laughs> showing uh, nuts of steel was, was pretty awesome. Twins are eight and eight back to 500. It didn't seem like a, a possibility. They were sitting no. at four and eight. They've won four in a row, a couple in miraculous and lucky fashion. Brandon is Byron Buxton today, right now, the most impactful player in baseball. I mean, I think he has to be. If <laughs> you look at the role that he's played in the games he's played versus not either this season or over the last few seasons or over his entire career, you can make a pretty compelling case. I mean, there's always going to be the Mike Trouts of the world, the Shohei Otanis of the world, and whoever else you like every single year for MVP in the National League side. But for uh, for what this guy does to change the complexion of this team, offense, defense, 
And even leadership wise, do you see him hit that home run and then was beating his chest? I mean, I'm not one who thinks you have to show emotion to get guys going, but if that's who you genuinely are, like Joe Mauer being emotional would not have worked. Right. Byron Buxton being an emotional person and then showing it, that works for me from a leadership standpoint. And I think the way he impacts the game in every single facet is immeasurable. Incredible. Incredible finish to a game that looked like the Twins would lose. Let's look at this from the other side, Brandon. The White Sox, that's seven in a row. I believe that's their longest losing streak in a couple seasons now. Just spiraling. They're six and nine. Really, really tough start. And those are some bad losses. You blow that game Friday night. You come back Saturday and get popped. And then today, give it away on a you know Byron Buxton three-run homer to finish that's I don't know if it get, gets much worse they also lost Aloy Jimenez to a torn hamstring yeah brutal weekend for the Southsiders six and nine and for the White Sox it's not nice yeah um, I knew you were gonna say that right and so so I had this thought about Eloy getting hurt and you mentioning the twin schedule in May I was thinking about this in church instead of what I was supposed to be thinking on but um you said that their May schedule is not as tough for the twins well Eloy's initial timeline is six to eight weeks that takes you right through May they're going to be in a compromised position no matter what with Lance Lynn out and, and all these other guys out. But now with Jimenez out, I mean, that gives the Twins a chance to hang. Maybe not run away with anything because we don't expect that, but it gives the Twins a chance to hang through May and, and put up some some good baseball. And right now we're not seeing that from the White Sox. We're seeing it from the Twins. And, you know, we're all kind of laughing about that CSN or whatever White Sox tweet from a few days ago of if the rest of the division was going to show up. <laughs> um, you know, baseball humbles you that way. So do not under any circumstance, take anything for granted in baseball because baseball will turn it and uh, flip you on top of your head. You never know. And every day it feels like it changes. We see Byron Buxton at Fenway. I think he's going to be out for the year. And then he's coming back and hit two home runs and, and walking off the side. Like, like Anthony Edwards last night with his knee. Yes, exactly. Things change in a hurry. Twins are eight and eight alone in first place in the American league central after 16. It's not nothing. It's not everything. You know, it's, it's 16 games, but I mean, how great is this for them to bounce back, Brandon, after after a four and eight start? Yeah, I mean, it's total Vikings energy being eight and eight. I even tweeted a Kirk Cousins <laughs> gif, which is the quintessential eight and eight with a guy wearing number eight. So, yeah, I, you just again, I'm not big on like momentum or all that stuff because you play poorly until you play well and you play well until you, you play poorly. You hit you come up against a team who's playing well. Anything can happen. But there's got to be some good vibes going around and uh, the schedule loosens up a little bit here. I mean, nobody expected to sweep the White Sox. So you and I said two out of three in Kansas City and said they take one out of three and sweep the White Sox. Baseball is a funny game. And like they say, you can't predict ball. Yes, we love it. Twins win. We'll be back on Tuesday for a postcast. Tigers coming to town. They're also skidding. Just lost the series to the Rockies. It's not just about who you play. It's about when you play them, Brandon. We'll join yeah, you exactly. Tuesday. Thank you so much. We'll talk then, sir. Be good.